the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Need to endure season after season. Hearth and Home Furnishings, family owned since 1978 at HearthandHomePA.com. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a passing shower. We'll see a nighttime low of 62. A few showers tomorrow morning, otherwise variable cloudiness. There can be a rumble of thunder as well. We'll reach a high of 72. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. Times of clouds and sun for Wednesday with a shower. Wednesday will reach a high of 74. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today, the Monday edition of The Ride Home. Kath has the day off. She's uh, had a little uh, extended weekend. Uh, we, we took off the uh, Thursday and Friday of last week, which is very, very nice, and uh, had a very short, uh, I think I would say probably a brief family vacation uh thursday friday saturday sunday we drove down to uh shenandoah national park in the lovely state of virginia have you ever been to shenandoah absolutely i mean really really gorgeous so the smoky mountains uh the the uh, hills uh, and of course it's a national park so the views were just out of this world incredible just really beautiful and um you know, short a short vacation. So we decided to um, uh, take a little uh, time and uh, rent a, a house up in the woods uh, from the um, you know the Airbnb thing, which was great. I mean, it was a home run. It really was. We, we were we rented this place. You know how you do this. You know, sight unseen. You see the you know the the photographs, but oftentimes it's kind of like you know, it's a chance. You know, is this going to be okay? Well, we we drove down to Virginia, and uh, we pull up to where our, our destination is off this main road and go slowly off the main road into a really sort of <clears throat> a, a rocky kind of uh, gutted path. Uh, we did not have a four-wheel drive. We were just you know driving a Toyota, and slowly we worked our way. And we get to the bottom of this hill, and there was this cute little cabin. But around the cute little cabin – is the bones of an old farm. There was an abandoned farmhouse, an abandoned barn, some outbuildings. Um, it, it was it was incredible. It was sort of like a a, a, a a little moment back in time. But in the middle of all that was this really, it was like a brand new, I think we were one of the first people to stay in this place so the, by the looks of the guest book. Anyway, my takeaway from the whole experience is the silence. 
I love silence so much. I, I don't know if this is, maybe it is, you know, it's a, a, an advanced age sort of thing. Are there times in your life where you, you are surrounded by total silence? I, I get hungry for that. Not wanting to hear like hardly anything. On our house, at our house, there's always the sort of the din, I'm sure the same as yours, and somehow the din of traffic, the sound of neighbors or yard equipment, the leaf blower, the riding mower, you know what it is. It's just what it is to to live in the modern life. And oftentimes I I feel myself, you know, when when the noise layers upon layers upon layers upon layers all these different varieties of noise for me it 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 does something it steals something from me so i was so excited to, to be at this place and there was there was no traffic there was no lawnmower there <laughs> i mean it was a rare and wonderful four days we, um, in the evening, there was a, a fire pit, so we went into town and bought some firewood, some big chunks of firewood, and sat out uh, on the lawn in the evening. And, you know, the, the priceless sound of a summer night, uh, the, the crickets chirping, the, the wind in the trees, the, a dog's muffled bark far, far in the distance, and that beautiful fire pit crackling the quiet sound serene i mean the moon was full over the weekend and uh, the shadows of the tree high and tight the, the coolness we sat outside huddled around the fire pit with long pants and hoodies and we would have conversations tell stories laugh but even in the midst of that, for hours, you know, we started the fire even before it was dark, you know, 8.15-ish or so, and didn't come into the house until after midnight. So we had plenty of time to just sit there. I don't know. It's true, right? The world is busy. And I think a lot, oftentimes, you know... Uh, even in the midst of the busyness of your job and caring for your family and all those things, life, illness, birth, death, oftentimes the the insanely busyness of life, the clicks, the, the scrolling, the mix of all that, it feels as though that's something that we've, obviously we've created for ourselves. The, I, I, the myth, I think, of busyness the cacophony of all that and what it does internally to our minds. And so w- when there is that moment, right? I, I mean, <laughs> for me, it, it always feels like, oh, oh, there's silence. And then, you know, you try to calm yourself down. You... Me, I, you know, probably yourself, you enter into prayer. Somehow you, you know, snuggle closer. You draw closer to God. It's just a rare thing. And I, I think about the silence and, uh, you know, our ancestors, the ancients, uh, 
probably for most of us, our great-grandfathers, maybe our our great-great-grandfathers, there was no pre-mechanization, right? The Industrial Revolution, as we've been taught. Pre-automobile, pre-airplane, pre-radio, the phonograph, the clacking of the telegraph. Certainly, you know, fast forward to the locomotive and the television and all those things, all those sounds that make us the people that we are, for better or worse. Right? I, I love it all, like just like you. I love it all. But boy, I sure get hungry for silence. And, you know, even in the midst of it all, once we left, we left um, Shenandoah and came back out into civilization and went to a restaurant. And, you know, uh, the restaurant was fine. We had to, you know, it's just the, the modern thing. You know, people are short-staffed. There's new, there's new cooks. There's new staff. You know, I find myself, you know, wait, waiting and, and, and getting impatient within the wait. And having to wrestle with myself of like, I just came off of four days of solitude and there it is. You know, you're back into, I, I think probably true, I, I call myself out here, you're back into the angst of the world, right? The, the angst of it all. It's very difficult, is it not? The angst. Anyway, God is good. He is with us and greatly to be praised. He truly is. And grateful for the four days of relative solitude. Although, being human, you you recognize your own incompleteness and the ugliness of your own heart oftentimes and call yourself out and go, well, that was good the four days away, but now I'm back to being myself again. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Anyway, that was the weekend. Calf's not here to sort of help me get it back on track. So we'll take a quick break, come back. When we do come back, we will go as we do always every Monday. Our first guest of the week, we go to the White House. The clatter, the clamor, the cacophony of noise bearing down on us. The White House, Greg Cluxton joins us to talk about that, the world and all that's in it. Next. 101.5 WORD. Where things are really cooking, as well as baking, frying, and grilling. Got a favorite recipe you'd like to share? A longtime favorite family recipe. It could win you a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. If you love being around a hot stove. Being in the kitchen, cooking, I really love that. Enter the Your Favorite Recipe sweepstakes today. Not only could you win lots of new cookware and cutlery, but your recipe could be published. Just go to wordfm.com slash yummy. That's wordfm.com slash yummy. Is there more behind inflation than meets the eye? God wants us to know his perspective of what's going on. Yeah, and he hasn't been silent on these things. Now, maybe the church is silent. Right, right. But that doesn't mean that Jesus is silent or the Holy Spirit is silent in giving us the the scriptures and in guiding his church. Watch Signs of the Times, Monday, 10 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505, Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. Windows are us. You tried to rest, now try the best. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now... Now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Every Monday we start off the week by going to the White House, where Greg Clugston joins us. Greg is the SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, always a pleasure. How are things in D.C. for yourself? Hey, John, doing okay here. The uh, lazy days of summer have arrived. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. It's, it feels a little lazy here in some way. I mean, Kath's gone away, and uh, the, the staff is minimal here at the radio station, but we're okay. up and running still. <laughs> yeah. uh, is, that, is that what happens at the White House? People sort of disappear for a while? Yeah, it sometimes takes a while. Now, the president has been on vacation in South Carolina since last, was it Wednesday or thir- Wednesday evening, I okay. guess, is when he left town. Um, and it's going to stretch into most of this week, although he's going to, and we can talk about this in a moment, but he's going to interrupt his vacation just for a day or two this week and then go back to uh, Delaware for the next few days. So he's got basically, you know, a week and a half to two weeks here. Congress is out of town right now, John. So uh, D.C. is about as quiet as it gets. Of course, there's always a, a little something always brewing, but yes. it's pretty quiet. All right. Speaking of something a little brewing, uh, last week the coffee pot fell over as FBI agents arrived at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> That's quite a story, isn't it, Greg? Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it happened, uh, well, a week ago today. We did not know about it when we were here talking this time last Monday. Uh, that information came out just a couple of hours later into the evening. But, yeah, um, nothing. We've n- not seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, um, the counter the, the counter comment that can be made is that you know unprecedented actions sometimes are required when there have been unprecedented activities um and that's what we're all trying to figure out and it could be weeks or months before we really know all the answers uh if then but essentially the fbi executed a search warrant at mar-a-lago the the former president's florida home residence office resort and uh, they seized records, 11 sets of records, some that were marked top secret, some that were 
a special category actually above top secret, John. It's called SCI, sensitive compartmented information. And really that high level of uh, super, super top secret uh, information is usually regarded as, uh, you know, information that if released publicly uh, could be exceptionally grave to the security of the United States. Interesting. So, Greg, of course, uh, following along as you are wont to do as a reporter, uh, the president himself, the former former president, uh, calls it a raid, an assault. He himself is outraged. Uh, uh, people in power right now are saying, well, we're just executing justice. We're looking for things that are stolen. Uh, like you say, it's hard to find the truth of this. And, of course, the Justice Department is under no sort of um, timeline or any sort of um, uh, urgency to release things to the public. What will happen? I mean, how will things be revealed if they will be revealed? Well, what's interesting is you go back a few months and early in the year, at the beginning of the year, um, the National Archives and, uh, Admin, and uh, Archives and Records uh, Administration essentially had communicated with uh, with Trump and his people in Mar-a-Lago. They actually physically went to Mar-a-Lago and they did collect some papers at that time. Um, that were deemed to be, you know, in, should be in the possession of the National Archives. And at the, at the time, it was just kind of one of those things where it, was, um, it wasn't completely dismissed by the public, but it was one of those things where maybe boxes just got put in the moving truck and off they go. Yeah. But that was the case. And then there were ongoing conversations uh, between parties here in Washington and the Trump team. Um, and there were further meetings to talk about more documents. And then at some point, communication broke down or there was a lack of communication somehow and then last week we had the fbi move in with uh this with this search warrant and conducted the search removing these documents now to answer your question specifically going forward we have to find out um perhaps uh more specifically exactly what the documents may have detailed we have a little bit of sense of that right now but not a lot and then also are there any government uh law you know codes of law that may have been violated and then what would be the appropriate punishment or penalty for those if in fact he is found the former president is found to uh, have been in violation of those laws so that means we're a long way away from that stage right now but in the meantime it has um it has been explosive in terms of political discourse yes. and people you know obviously we've we've talked about this almost every week about the divisive nature of political discourse in this country and this has just added more Fuel to the fire, as we say. Yes. What's fascinating, Greg, is that someone, right, some unknown person within Mar-a-Lago who had close contact with the president or the family or the surroundings apparently was the leaker and let the Justice Department know, hey, there's more things here you should find out about. Right. And uh, there has been reporting to that effect. Uh, and so that would that would indicate that, yes, somebody on the inside of the Trump circle there in Mar-a-Lago uh, alerted federal authorities that um, they're you're right. Exactly what you said. There's more information there. Now, it's it's also worth noting whether you think this was a good idea for the FBI to go in or right, not or right. whether you're incensed or not. But what the process had to be to get to this level, you had to have essentially the attorney general. Uh, at the Justice Department sign off on moving forward with requesting a search warrant. Then you had to have a federal judge uh, then step in 
and agree, look at whatever evidence or whatever affidavit was presented uh, to say, this is why we feel we're justified in going in, and then having that judge okay it. So there are several checkpoints that had to be checked, and they were. So it wasn't as if uh, somebody just decided, hey, let's do this. There were, uh, there apparently was enough information there that they felt it was warranted to do that. Right. All right. Not to make light of the situation, but at some point, whether it's a decade or 50 years down the road, there will be great works of art that are produced from this moment in time because the drama here is like operatic in some way so <laughs> we may not be alive to witness that but it is very compelling yeah, uh, so right. with uh, with that in mind greg uh there have been uh, acts of violence i mean someone tried to get into the uh, fbi offices in ohio while this was going on yeah. there was a, an incident right outside the capitol last week as well law enforcement is talking about uh, warning about uh, increased violence please tell us about this yeah, and this is really, uh, again, an unfortunate extension of people's political views then moving into the, uh, you know, the arena of dangerous or violent activity. Uh, we don't know, for example, the person who rammed the car into a barrier early yesterday morning uh, at the U.S. Capitol here in Washington, exactly what their situation was. That person ended up fatally shooting themselves. Uh, there, there weren't any direct threats that uh, police or authorities immediately knew. But what has happened uh, since a week ago, since the FBI search and all of the, uh, especially online, a lot of the online chatter and comments and rhetoric, the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security have taken notice of all of that chatter and have warned law enforcement agencies, officials, judges, courts, uh, government buildings to be on the lookout because um, they're they're worried about these threats. Um, they also specified in a bulletin that went out from the FBI last week uh, that um, the FBI headquarters could be a target and that there were general calls uh, in social media for civil war and armed rebellion. So these are these are very serious matters that uh, federal law enforcement agencies are, are taking fairly seriously. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Greg Clugston. Greg Clugston is the SRN News White House correspondent. Salem Radio Network is our parent company here at Word FM. So, uh, Greg, as you say, Washington, D.C., quiet now, but just before the mass exodus, there was a huge bill that was passed, and uh, the climate health bill has been sent to the president's desk, yes? Right. The the Democrats have uh, relabeled this legislation the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm. And so that's obviously with an eye toward the American people and selling it to the public to let them know uh, they're concerned about high inflation. And they believe this is going to be part of the answer to helping reduce inflation. What it does, it does a few things. Um, and it it's also the jury's out, John, as to whether or not it actually will be as helpful in reducing inflation. But what it, it, it targets to do is to put a cap on out-of-pocket prescription drug costs for folks on Medicare. There's also going to be a new corporate minimum tax. And um, a lot of money is, is going to be going uh, to fight climate change, the most money ever from the federal government. So even though this bill is a far cry from the, the, the massive and $3.5 trillion price tag kind of idea that Joe Biden had at the beginning, uh, it's, th- it's still three quarters of a uh, of a trillion dollars, and so it's it's very sizable. So it's noteworthy in that respect. We just found out a few minutes ago from the White House the president is going to be signing this bill at the White House tomorrow. That's going to be the interruption of his vacation this I week see. for a day or so, and uh, so there, he'll sign it tomorrow. But there's going to be more of a celebration back the first week of September 
back when lawmakers are in town. I see. So, Greg, what, what does that mean? And, and why does it matter that an administration, whether it's the Biden administration or whoever's in power, they sell something to the public? I mean, this is going to be law, of course. I mean, is yeah. this just politics for the midterm elections? Well, um, in part, yes, for the midterms, but it's also it's also a duty, if not a responsibility, of any administration because um, it, it, part of it has to do with this country is so big and and vast, and the population is is always growing and all the rest, and everybody has divided channels they listen to, and so the idea of getting out there and letting the people, American people, know really what's happening. Part of it is absolutely a political component to it, uh, but. Any White House also needs to be able to establish itself um, in terms of uh, its accomplishments. But you're right. Uh, these these uh, these measures as a part of the bill on climate and health and taxing and all the rest, they will take place whether or not the White House trumpets it or not. Yes. We were away for a, a couple of days last week with our with our kids and sitting around a fire pit. And, of course, my wife were always opining about, you know, what used to be. You know, and, and the, the era that we live in right now with, you know, splintered media, there's, you know, so many thousands of choices. You know, I grew up in the in the era of, you know, the three big networks and, of course, public television. I mean, that the difficulty of trying to find whether it's... It's, you know, a justice issue like what happened at Mar-a-Lago or selling a, a big health plan, climate plan. Uh, the, the media is so splintered right now, very difficult to wrap your head around that. And I'm sure for someone trying to coalesce and mold an image or mold a story or, you know, a, a push of something like that, uh, I, I can't imagine the difficulty of having any success that, with that, that the majority of Americans would nod their head and go, yeah, I get this, whether I agree or not. Absolutely a huge challenge. The president's going to have a cabinet meeting. He's going to be dispatching cabinet secretaries. It's going to sort of be an all-administration effort to get out across the country and spread that message. And it comes on a day today, for example, the one-year anniversary of the withdrawal from Iraq, which, I'm sorry, from Afghanistan, that has been so troublesome for President Biden and his poll numbers. This White House thinks now maybe they have a little bit of good news they can try and and get out there to the public. Right. Okay, so last thing before you leave, of course, we're always tracking the poll numbers. Uh, with what's happened here in the past week or so, President Biden, poll numbers, uh, never really going to rise super high, apparently, um, good, bad, or otherwise. Where are things? Mid to upper 30s okay. uh, for when you look at sort of a, a variety of surveys and public opinion polls. Uh, he was at, uh, I think, 49, just below 50% um, Early last summer or mid last summer prior to the American military's withdrawal from Afghanistan. And then after that, which was seen as disastrous essentially by members of both parties, people of both parties, uh, the, the president has never really recovered substantially from uh, from that drop off. And of course, then you had inflation uh, hit a 40 year high and we're still dealing with the effects of that and high gas prices, even though they're coming down. So it's still going to be a struggle for Biden to get back up to 40 and above. Right. Although, as they say in politics, uh, it's a, it's it's an eternity sometimes when you're looking at a couple of months before the midterm. I mean, you imagine what's ahead with, you know, former President Trump and his troubles now and President Biden with his troubles. Um, Who knows what the uh, 2024 will look like? It could be a clean slate of uh, people who step forward. Absolutely. And that's why I... uh I always hesitate on making uh, political predictions because of exactly what you just pointed out. Very good. Well, Greg, always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by and bringing us up to date about what's happening in the nation's capital. It's greatly appreciated.
Thanks, John. Have a good one. Thank you. Greg Clarkson, SRN News, White House correspondent. Information about Salem Radio Network and Salem News, check it out online at wordfm.com. We'll take a quick break, come back. Hey, Doug Oster is going to be with us in a few minutes. Stick around for that. Dad, why do your toenails look like that? Hey, it's James, and if you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Let's face it, toe fungus is embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off and hid my ugly toes from everybody. But nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. Even a small spot can spread and get worse. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new and different FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Finally, me and thousands of others are free from fungus, and you can be too. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-354-1862. That's 800-354-1862. Eliminate your toe fungus once and for all, guaranteed. Call now, 800-354-1862, or visit crystalflush.com. The most beautiful things in life start small from a single seed. At Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse, with the aid of warm sun, fertile soil, and expert hands, those seeds blossom into gardens of fresh produce, delicious wines, and beautiful landscapes. Here at Bedner's Thriving Family Farm and Garden Center, you'll find everything you need to inspire your own homegrown happiness. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald, making the world beautiful since 1917 at Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. In marriage, life has a way of pulling you apart. But Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Getaway helps you come back together. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Join us in Pittsburgh, September 23rd through the 25th, or in Akron, October 14th through the 16th. Brought us a lot closer together. Register today and save 50% through September 19th at weekendtoremember.com. Need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. And right now, save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO at checkout. Blindster.com. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a passing shower. We'll see a nighttime low of 62. A few showers tomorrow morning, otherwise variable cloudiness. There can be a rumble of thunder as well. We'll reach a high of 72. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. Times of clouds and sun for Wednesday with a shower. Wednesday will reach a high of 74. With the Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You may have heard the news over the weekend about Salman Rushdie being stabbed at Chautauqua. 
in New York. Salman Rushdie, of course, is a, a famed author of uh, many books. His fourth novel, which was um, published in 1988, called The Satanic Verses, is what really caught the ire of Ayatollah Khomeini. Uh, Ayatollah Khomeini uh, then, in 1989, famously issued a fatwa against Salman Rushdie, which meant that uh, his life were, was up for grabs, essentially, by uh, members of the uh, Islamic faith, and uh, his killing would be applauded. Now, um, when the stabbing took place, Solomon Rushdie, as I said, was at Chautauqua. Uh, I have a connection because I've got a connection with Kath that her family, her dad, uh, Kathy's dad, bought a, a tiny little lakefront cottage way back in the early 1960s. And now if you went to Chautauqua today, uh, those lakefront cottages are pretty much disappeared. Uh, most of them have been, have been uh, torn down and replaced by the age which we live in, you know, these uh, sort of McMansions. And it has become a, a very liberal, wealthy enclave. And it didn't start out that way. Uh, Chautauqua was for many years a bastion of very conservative, religious-principled people. But I, I would say, at least from my perspective, Kath could speak more to this deeply because she had lived the life. I mean, I, I talked her over the weekend, she said how many times she remembers as a little girl being on that exact same stage where Salman Rushdie was, wandering around, playing with other kids. Uh, the politics in this world are, are just uh, crushing, are they not? A suspect identified as a, a 24-year-old man from Fairview, New Jersey, was arrested by state troopers. Rusty's writings, of course, have won him many literary prizes and much scrutiny, the satanic verses uh, being the most infamous, I would say. The the odd thing is I remember and have read the satanic verses. There was a huge uh, international uproar when this book was first published in the late 80s. But uh, increasingly, I mean, uh, Sullivan Rusty himself, the man, had to go into hiding. Uh, because of the the many death threats against him, but increasingly over the years, those he spent a decade in hiding, but then eventually would start to come out and join free society again, and there he is at the age of seventy five, walking freely, and um, there was zero, there was zero security at Chautauqua. That's why the the shock of it all uh, is so enormous to think that a guy who took a bus he took a bus from New Jersey, the attacker and uh, bought a ticket to the event and walked in unobtruded, uh, 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 unobstructed, I should say, and uh, took to the stage and stabbed Solomon Rushdie more than 10 times, uh, multiple times, uh, in the stomach, uh, in his head, in his neck. Uh, he will recover, apparently, but uh, at 75 years of age, who knows what condition the poor man will be in. However... Uh, freedom does reign, and uh, Solomon Rushdie will live to see another day. It will be interesting, I, I believe, to see how he responds to this uh, as a man of good conscience and uh, someone who would criticize Islam. <sighs> Strange days indeed. All right, uh, from that heinous story, we're going to take a quick break, come back. Doug Oster is with us. Of course, you may know that name, Doug Oster. He is a gardener extraordinaire. And in these waning days of summer, I think all of us could use a little good news concerning some gardening tips, if that's you. I think Christy has a little a question for Doug, maybe you as well. 101.5 WORD. If you're a Christian, how does your identity in Christ change the way you navigate relationships, both with believers and non-believers? 
and help you make everyday decisions that honor God. Consider that as John MacArthur helps you avoid the pitfalls of Christian liberty. That's the title of his series this week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-491-6161. That's 800-491-6161. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award-winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI-certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Going to a jewelry store for the perfect custom engagement ring is so yesterday. At Mocking Company, your luxury concierge jeweler, your personal designer awaits. Begin the conversation at MockingCoJewelry.com. Share ideas over social, email, or text. Get expert advice on metals and stones. Your exact 3D design will be ready within days. And the Monroeville team eager to begin your one-of-a-kind creation. Visit MockingCoJewelry.com and book your virtual appointment today. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Driving around the neighborhood, I, I often look at envy at people's gardens. They are blooming extraordinarily. Uh, green, verdant, considering all the rain we've had, of course. Uh, things are really sort of sky high. So with that in mind, Doug Oster is back with us again. Doug is editor of Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. And Doug, uh, welcome. Uh, I assume that your garden itself is uh, just growing as well. The rain's missing me, though, John. What? That's the problem. It keeps going around me. That's uh, that's the worry. Really? <laughs> I, I need some rain. Yeah, you know, I've been watching it. Uh, you know, as gardeners, we certainly look at the rain differently than normal people. And just, yeah, yesterday I was watching it. It just kind of split and went around me. So I could use some rain, but I'm having a pretty good season. Uh, it's looking pretty good. And, uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about harvesting. You know, when, when you are going out there to pick your stuff, do it early in the morning if you can. That's the best time because really? those those plants are all 
filled up with all the, the moisture from that nice, cool evening. And, uh, you know, I've been seeing lots of people's pictures of tomatoes and cucumbers and beans and uh, you name it. It's been a pretty good season. A little dry there in the middle, but... Like I said, you know, the rain's missed me, but most people got it. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, so listen, uh, Christy, our producer, she herself is gardening, and she's got a question for you, Doug. Doug, right. I have bonnie tomatoes that have blossom end rot, and no matter what I do, it will not go away. Oh, can you, hey, Doug, can you hear her? Yeah, I can't hear her. Okay, uh, she says she has bonnie tomatoes, and uh, there's rot. No matter what she does, it won't go away. Uh, okay, so uh, is the right at the bottom of the tomato? Bottom of the tomato, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's been a very common problem this year, and it's called blossom end rot. Blossom. And it's down at the bottom of the tomato where that blossom originally was, and that's actually a watering issue. Oh. Uh, it's a calcium issue, but also a watering issue. And so the solution isn't adding calcium. The calcium's usually there. It's making sure that that soil is evenly moist. And we see this a lot. Certain tomatoes are more susceptible than others, and also with container tomatoes. If you, first off, any tomato that has that blossom and rot, if it's not that bad, it can heal itself by, with proper watering. And then the next tomatoes, the ones above it, as long as, as long as that soil is evenly moist, they'll be okay. And so get after it with the water, uh, water in the morning, soak it in. If they're in containers, they might need water at this point every other day mm. uh, just because they the, the root system has grown so big uh, and then out in the garden we always we want a nice thick layer of, of mulch on there to keep that soil evenly moist and with those those uh, watering recommendations you'll lose the blossom and rot and it's not too late we still have plenty of time left in the season those tomatoes are going to be going all the way through certainly through September. Fabulous. Not too late. Okay, so speaking of not too late, uh, Doug, you have your uh, ear to the ground as far as uh, bar- bargains. Uh, there are things to be had in the uh, the nurseries, are there not? Oh, I'm telling you, you know me, I am the cheapest gardener on the planet, <laughs> and this is the time to swoop in there, folks. I, I did a video uh, on my, my website, DougOster.com, where I got this clematis plant. It's a, That's a, a perennial mm. vine that originally was $60. I got it for $8 because somebody overwatered it. Uh, Oh, there's just so many deals out there. Uh, What's happening now is next month we'll start with all these fresh perennials coming in. And this is the reason we shop at a good nursery. There have been perennials sitting there since May, but we know they've been watered at a good nursery. Mm. And they're in three, four-inch pots and they're almost given them away. I got these, uh, it's called hens and chicks. It's a oh, sure. perennial little, like, sedum. And, man, I'm telling you, uh, 99 cents a piece, and I planted those in the container. I got a, a begonia for, I think it was $3, and that'll come in later when things get cold to be a house plant. Oh, just go to the nursery, poke around, look at the TLC areas, and I'm not sure what's better for me what's more exciting is getting the plant or getting the deal maybe it's both i don't know <laughs> <laughs> doug i'm glad you brought up the, the nurseries uh, and i wonder about nurseries from time to time of course any small business it's always ca- touch and go but what about that i mean a, a lot of people kind of go i'm just going to go to the big box stores to lowe's or home depot but i would imagine you know the the uh, the selection and the expertise at the perennials or the uh, the uh, nurseries much better off Oh, definitely. Uh, the thing is, everybody knows what everything costs nowadays. 
So you're not paying more when you go to a good nursery. The, the thing is, the, the most important thing, actually, to tell you the truth, is the watering and fertilization of the plants. Okay. I know that, believe me, I, I know, it, it, you can buy your plants wherever you want, but when they've been watered properly, especially when we're, we're, we're planting things now that are going to be around for a long time, for them to be to get established, it's important that they've been taken care of before we put them in the ground now. Oftentimes people tell me, you know, they'll buy a plant, you know, it wasn't taken care of, they'll put it in the ground, and it doesn't make it. That's why I always recommend going to a good nursery, uh, it, and certainly the expertise. Even though my whole life revolves around gardening, I learn something from those people because they spend every day with those plants. Hmm. And so I'll go there and I'll just, you know, always, when you go to a nursery, ask questions because they want to get to know who you are. The funny thing is, John, when... When I go, like if a statue falls over and the head gets knocked off, yeah. they'll sell it to me cheap because they know that I'll glue the head back on. <laughs> but that's just an example of they'll know what kind of gardener you are. If you're the kind of gardener that wants to take a risk and take a plant that's not looking that good and bring it back, like my $8 clematis. But they have they have turned me into so many plants where, like, Doug, you got to grow this because this thing here is just going nuts. They're, they're looking at you know, 10, 15 different varieties of this or that, and one that stands out, they look at it every day. That's why I love going to a good nursery. Fabulous. We're talking with Doug Oster, gardener extraordinaire, dougoster.com on the web. Hey, Doug, I I saw you on Facebook where I follow you. You're an excellent follow. Uh, And today you were talking about those spotted lantern flies. Now, i got to be honest, maybe it was only six weeks or two months ago that uh, this beautiful bug landed on a table in my backyard, and I didn't know what it was. I I let it fly away. Had I known, I should have killed the thing yeah yeah definitely uh i just i hope that everybody can just go online look up what that spotted lantern fly is the, the sad thing about it is it is a beautiful bug mm-hmm. but it is a very dangerous bug for us it has no predators right now and it has 70 different types of plants that it uh, infests and I'm, I'm talking infest uh where there are hundreds on a tree uh, the thing about it is that uh, you've got to uh, you've got to be vigilant and and find them. Uh, some parts of the city they're they're in like pockets in the city. Uh, they they discovered them on the east side of the state. They came in on like a shipping pallet from overseas, and they worked their way this way through rail lines. And so. Kennywood has them really bad. Really? These little pockets, and we're all going to have them. And so, if you see one, first off, you please call Penn State. You just if you search Penn State and spotted lanternfly, just tell them that where you found it, just so they know. And then always kill it if you see it. And yeah, today on, on uh, TV, I was I was showing how you can build a simple trap. If you're getting infested with them, the only solution we really have is to trap them. And they're not the smartest bugs in the world. They will crawl right into these traps, and you can make it with any the stuff you get from the hardware store Good. for you know ten bucks. It's just a, a funnel made out of screen, basically. And there's lots of plans online. And as soon as this TV thing co- becomes available, I'm going to post this oh, fabulous. on my on my Facebook. Okay, so it's interesting. So no natural predators right now, and they're infesting a, a lot of uh, the greenery. What's it look like in the near future? Uh, that's a that's a great question and one I can't answer. Mm. What we always hope for is when we have an invasive like this that Mother Nature f- 
figures out that it's a food source. Actually, when I started posting about this, I, somebody sent me a, a message on Twitter with a picture of a, a praying mantis holding on to a decapitated spotted lanternfly. So praying mantises, they'll eat anything <laughs> we need for birds and other uh, wildlife to figure out at the food source. One other quick word of warning don't use a sticky trap around your tree. That's mm. another thing people yeah. are using to try and trap them. Uh, we've seen lots of songbirds caught on these, bats, and pollinators. So if you are, if you do have an infestation and, and you're worried about it, look up that circle trap. Uh, Penn State, I use Penn State as my template to build mine. Okay. And I think the people that are handy out there, they're going to look at this trap and they're going to improve on it. Because even with my minimal skills, not knowing what side of a hammer to hold, I made a couple little changes in the way I, I put it on the tree to, to, to I think, make it more effective. So, okay, good. Uh, it's, it's always scary when we get an invasive like this. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing that it's after the most is this thing called tree of heaven, which is, again, kind of an invasive weed tree, and they're all along the rail lines. Uh, but, like I said, 70 has, like, grapevines and apple trees. It, it can use a lot of different plants as its host, and that's our biggest concern, especially for commercial agriculture. Very good. All right, the lantern fly. All right, Doug, uh, DougOster.com is the place to go to find out more about Doug Oster, gardening extraordinaire, DougOster.com. Doug, with just a minute or so left, uh, hard, hard to say, but the, the end of summer soon will be upon us. But uh, you're always talking about fall veggie planting. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you right now, if you if you are up for this, uh, starting now and through most of September, right now we're starting seeds. I'm starting Swiss chard and lettuce and radishes and peas and spinach. If you have room or some containers, throw some seeds in there. It's a cheap and easy way to start plants now that love cool weather. They're going to they're gonna just enjoy September, and they don't care about a frost. When we get that frost in October, they'll keep going. And then when we get into September, these nurseries will have plants that you can put into your garden, into your containers that will go at least until Christmas, and, you know, the next time we talk, John, I'm going to tell everybody about how to garden year-round, even in our climate, with Fabulous. vegetables, just with a little little protection. Fabulous. Doug, always good. I appreciate your scholarship, your insight, and uh, your love of all things nature. Thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks, John. That was great. Our pleasure. Doug Oster, look from online, dougoster.com, gardening with Doug. I mean, pfft. This man, he knows exactly what's going on, and uh, the green thumb continues to grow. Take a quick break. We're getting underway here. It's the Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on Word FM. What if you went from 10 years old to 25 years old in just a few years? Okay, Miss Creepy. Like from Let's Play Dolls to I Can't Believe the Stock Market Today. Or like Triple Mac and Cheese, Please, to I'd Like the Triple Double Kyle Salad with Beets, Please. Uncle Ryan says the value of people's homes have jumped like 15 years worth. Lickety split. Uncle Ryan said lickety split? Most of our homes have made a decade or two type jump in value. Pretty much lickety split, like never before. Usually, people move homes when they gain that much value. But that's not happening either because of how expensive homes are. Which is why cash out refinances are a triple mac and cheese hot thing right now. Cashing out that newly spiked value to use for home updates, paying off debt, or just life. If you'd like to see your options, you'll never get any pressure from us at United Faith Mortgage. 
United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. My Pillow's having their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build My Pillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bed sheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at $89.98, but is now only $39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Is there more behind inflation than meets the eye? God wants us to know his perspective of what's going on. Yeah, and he hasn't been silent on these things. Now, maybe the church is silent. Right, right. But that doesn't mean that Jesus is silent or the Holy Spirit is silent in giving us the the scriptures and in guiding his church. Watch Signs of the Times, Monday, 10 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon, Fios Channel 505, Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Rama Christian School in Moon. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. Top of the show, I was talking about uh, the road trip we took down to uh, Shenandoah National Park. Highly recommended, truly. It's just beautiful. But uh, yesterday we're driving home, and uh, actually we're just coming out of the park, you know, many, many miles in the park. And when you go away, at least when I go away, I like to listen to, you know, what's going on in local radio. Um, and, and it was hard in Shenandoah because, of course, uh, the mountains and the topography made, you know, made it difficult to, to get a good signal. There really wasn't a whole lot for me to go, oh, this is interesting. So we turned to, and, uh, you know, people, you know, who make their earnings, their livings in radio would not want you to talk about this, but I'm, I'm curious always about podcasting. Right. Um, so we went and, uh, pulled some podcasts up. Now, uh, we settled on a show. We settled on, um, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien was, uh, talking to, uh, BJ Novak. Uh, you may know that from, uh, BJ Novak from The Office and other things as well. He's a very creative guy. So we started to listen to the podcast, Conan's podcast. And I, I gotta be honest, and this is not, you know, professional jealousy or anything like that. It was horrible. It was really bad, uh, which made me, <laughs> which made me in some ways a little happy because I love Conan. I think Conan is just you know a, a very funny, very interesting guy. Now, of course, his medium is the talk show on television, where he's made a huge impact, and of course, many decades of Conan on the radio. But on the podcast, the problem I have with podcasts oftentimes is it takes an 
awful long time to get to the, the the conversation itself, to the meat of the matter. There's a lot you have to wade through. Now, of course, you might say that about you know terrestrial radio as well. I think the thing for me is people who think, well, I can, I'll just do a podcast. Let me just do a podcast. Have no idea of the amount of work, uh, the volume of things you have to wade through, and the skill set to do a, a good podcast. Um, I listen to any number. I listen to a, a podcast called um, Smartless, which I think is one of the top podcasts. Three guys. Um, who is it? Justin. Uh, who is it? Justin Bateman. Um, I'm sorry. Jason Bateman, uh, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Right? It's well done. These guys are, you know, sort of in many ways A-listers in Hollywood. So their their guests are always very, very interesting. But again, you got to wade through a heck of a lot to get to the meat of the matter. And there's oftentimes this collision of conversation, people talking over the guests, over one another. Uh, I'm not saying it's something you don't already know, but you know, a good broadcaster, and I'm not saying present company included here. A good broadcaster gets out of the way and allows the guest to do the thing. So anyway, I'm just curious about podcasting, the nature of it, the quality of it, the excellence of it, because people are fascinating. And we are in this golden age, apparently, of podcasting. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Sunday denounced the FBI for its search of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago property. This happened during a rally in support of two Republican nominees in Arizona. More from Bernie Bennett. Governor DeSantis spoke for roughly 45 minutes in support of Republican Senate nominee Blake Masters and GOP gubernatorial nominee Carrie Lake, both of whom were endorsed by Mr. Trump before their primaries during an event hosted by conservative group Turning Point Action. DeSantis said these agencies have now been weaponized to be used against people that the government doesn't like, drawing a comparison to the FBI's investigation of Hillary Clinton's private email server. The FBI searched the Mar-a-Lago estate last week in connection with its investigation into whether the former president unlawfully concealed or removed public records or obstructed an investigation. Bernie Bennett reporting. This is SRN News. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, just watching your hard-earned dollars flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option. It's called MediShare 65+. Plus. And MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. It really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor, and you also get telehealth 24-7 service, so you don't have to leave your home for the little stuff. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're easy to talk to. Call 1-800-PSALM-16. That's 1-800-PSALM-16. 1-800-PSALM-16. The most beautiful things in life start small from a single seed. At Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse, with the aid of warm sun, fertile soil, and expert hands... 
those seeds blossom into gardens of fresh produce, delicious wines, and beautiful landscapes. Here at Bedner's Thriving Family Farming Garden Center, you'll find everything you need to inspire your own homegrown happiness. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald, making the world beautiful since 1917 at Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accounts and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-3156 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8:36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-3156, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 100-TAX-3156. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy & Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a passing shower. We'll see a nighttime low of 62. A few showers tomorrow morning, otherwise variable cloudiness. There can be a rumble of thunder as well. We'll reach a high of 72. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. Times of clouds and sun for Wednesday with a shower. Wednesday will reach a high of 74. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, we're here. We're live and local. I'm sorry. I'm here. Kath is off today, taking a, a little a longer uh, summertime break. So good for her. Very nice. And uh, hope that you, wherever you are, you're enjoying the summer here. It's, isn't it amazing how cool this August has become? I mean, usually we're boiling, right? You know, Hitting the upper 90s or so, but man, it's very, very nice. Uh, in our house, and I wonder if this is in your house as well, we see God in, in two different veins, and it's acted out uh, in those veins uh, every day. Now, of course, um, there is th- there is this, this cultural God. You know, you join us here on the radio, and we talk about any number of issues of the day. We try to stay away from politics because more often than not, of course, especially in these divided times, politics does nothing to uh, uplift the gospel of Jesus Christ. It doesn't. It's it's the backwards. However, being involved in in radio and specifically Christian radio, I am always reading, thinking, praying about the culture and where we are today. 
right? I'll come home um, and we'll sit down to dinner and I'll say to my wife, did you hear about X or what about what happened here? <laughs> and I should know better. I mean, I don't, I don't even know why, you know, because my wife will more often than not will go, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I have, I have no clue. Now, my wife, she's the, the opposite of me. I'll, I'll read from dawn until dusk and then some. Always, you know, on the, on the, the news feeds, on television, on Twitter, on what, whatnot, wherever that is. I, I know to some de- larger degree what's happening. My wife, she could care less. She is not up to date. And you know what? To be honest... She's much better off, truly much better off. I was reading a piece uh, from Tish Harrison Warren. Now, Tish uh, spent a season of uh, a few years here in the city of Pittsburgh. She and her husband were pastors at uh, Ascension, the Ascension Church. It's an Anglican church in the uh, Shadyside, Oakland neighborhood here. And uh, she is Texan, Texan by birth, and longed for Texas. So after a few years, her and her husband and her children, family, they moved back to Texas. But she's been picked up by the New York Times, where, say what you will about the New York Times, and of course there's a heck of a lot to say about the New York Times and their politics and their reporting, they have opened the door and allowed Tish to have a conversation, a weekly conversation about her life and her faith on the pages, essays where she has a subscriber-only newsletter. And she wrote a piece yesterday about, she says the headline is, The God I Know is Not a Cultural Warrior. And she talks in, in loving terms about being in a baptism at her church. And at this baptism, this mixture of solemnity and unbridled glee, often full of laughter and joy, it is the antithesis of what you would read in the media about God. And let me just quote Tish here. She says this, quote, The God of that baptismal service is one of joy and kindness and peace. But the God that I often hear about in American politics, in the news and on Twitter, is one of cultural division and bickering. The God of that Sunday service seemed powerful and holy, yet gentle and beautiful. The God in our cultural discourse seems impotent and irrelevant, irrelevant, a mostly sociological phenomenon related to political posturing and power plays. She continues, in the news and on social media, God usually shows up when we are fighting about something. The subject of faith seems most often discussed in conversations about voting patterns and campaigning. God appears in our public discourse when Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Georgia Republican, calls for Christian nationalism, or in Twitter, debates about whether a coach should publicly pray on the 50-yard line, or when the former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor painted Jesus, guns, babies on the side of her campaign bus. Right, I get that. I read that. You know that. Of course, if you're following along on the news cycle, you see that. But then Tish goes on and she says this. How do we repair the damage done? What would truthful, humble, and robust public discourse look like when we talk about God? Well, she says, for starters, we must speak proactively, vulnerably about our faith instead of only in reaction to the latest hot-button issues. 
Most people's experiences of faith is far more personal, rich, important, and meaningful than can be summed up in our political sparring. Now, you know that, right? If you're a regular attender at church, and if your church does not engage in political discourse from the pulpit, which I, I believe is fully the super large majority, I, I, I got to say this, never, and I mean never in all of my, maybe this is me just being naive, never have I heard my pastors, and I've had multiple pastors over the years, go go political. I don't want to hear about politics in the pulpit. I want to hear about the good news of Jesus Christ. I want to be talked. The politics to me are secondary on Sunday mornings. But we are in such rancorous times, right, where we are quick to use our Bible as a weapon against those that we disagree with. And we often look like fools because of this. We often look angry, small-minded, ugly, impatient, instead of being the fruit of the Spirit with kindness and joy, gratitude, faithfulness. I, I say this not, not to indict you, but only as an indictment for myself. How do we, as believers in Jesus Christ, the truth of his grace and forgiveness in our life, which works every day, if we work it, if we are in the, in the Word, Right? I, I fail at this all the time. I'm sure you do as well. I'm often impatient and irritable right, with myself, with my own family, let alone with the culture. But I do know that when I'm in the Word and I'm prayerfully considering, prayerfully on my knees at my bedside, I'm a much better man, much better. So how do we do that in our own lives regularly? We wipe away the ugliness of the culture that we choose to live in and to be examples of Christ-likeness in this world. How do we do that? I think the answer is pretty simple, right? It's just what I'm saying. You're in your word. You're on your knees. And when you rise up from your knees, you try to reflect the truth and the grace and the love of Jesus Christ. And all the stuff on cable news or in your you know, whatever news feed or Twitter thing, all that, that will become second, third, fourth, fifth, 188th, 2041th in your life. And truly, as a culture, and you as a man and as a woman, as followers of Christ, we'll be better off. I know that. I know that. I know that. It's just hard to do, to activate. But prayer in the Bible, that's where it all is. Take a quick break. Side Gart is with us next. 101.5 WORD. Do you ever feel dissatisfied with your Christian walk, like something is missing? Our inescapable enemy throughout life is the little three-letter word, sin. If we could somehow get past the sin, how alive we could be in Christ. Chuck Swindoll explains how to become alive in Christ this week on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Is there more behind inflation than meets the eye? God wants us to know his perspective of what's going on. 
Yeah, and he hasn't been silent on these things. Now, maybe the church is silent. Right, right. But that doesn't mean that Jesus is silent or the Holy Spirit is silent in giving us the, the scriptures and in guiding his church. Watch Signs of the Times, Monday, 10 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505, Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, Log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. If you've been fortunate and you have gone to a conference, right? Maybe a marriage conference, what you've heard, what you've reflected on has changed your view of marriage, right? Hopefully. Or if you're an academic and you go to these um, conferences where you and your contemporaries gather, exchange ideas, read each other's papers and opine on that, that's fabulous as well. Well, today, Cy Gart is back with us. Cy's been a regular guest on our show over the years. Cy's a, a biochemist. He has taught at NYU, Rutgers, University of Pittsburgh. A former atheist, Cy is the author of The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. And Cy, welcome back to the show. How are things? Thanks, John. It's great to be back. Yes, I our pleasure. So you yourself coming back the, uh, from an, an aforementioned conference, uh, new theories and laws in biology that point to God. Tell us. Yeah, well, it was a great conference. I, I went to the same one a year ago. It's run by Capturing Christianity, which is an online ministry of apologetics. And um, uh, I gave it a, a talk, and so did a number of other people. This year, the conference was very uh, much oriented towards the issue of science and Christianity hmm. uh, together. And um, what I took away from that conference was very interesting, because 
there were three or four biologists speaking, which had not happened in the, before. Uh, I was the only biologist in the first conference. Uh, and what was amazing was that we all said very similar things to each other, which is very exciting because what happens in science, and I think it also happens in theology and in many other fields, is sometimes there's like a new idea that's sort of circulating, but it hasn't really hit yet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it kind of gels, and the next thing you know, everybody's talking about it, right? Yeah. It's like it's like all of a sudden, like three or four different things come different people come up with the same kind of idea uh, and and it gels yeah but yeah it's really and that's and that's what's happening um in in certain areas of biology and Fabulous. i find it very exciting yeah so what was being passed around Cy? i mean you're one of three um two other people have the same sort of experience what was the right. big idea well the big idea is this uh, you know, biology is supposed to be all finished. We're supposed to, hmm. theoretically, we're supposed to know everything that happens in biology is all related to the theory of evolution. And it's not a coincidence that um, the, if you look at the uh, degree of atheism among scientists, biologists are way higher than anybody else, than physicists or chemists. And one of the reasons that I think that biologists tend to dismiss the idea of God as anything important or any spirituality is that they think they have all the answers in the theory of evolution. But the problem, and now evolution as it goes is fine. I'm I'm not opposed to the theory of evolution, but what I think everyone, and it's not just Christians in fact, Many, many people, uh, many, many biologists are realizing that the theory of evolution is not complete. There's something missing. There are a lot of things that it cannot explain. Uh, it can't explain the origin of life. It can't explain the origin of human consciousness, human characteristics. Um, and, you know, that that's becoming uh, an idea that's really grabbing hold throughout the, the, the world of biological science. Fabulous. But what's interesting to me is uh, the, the few Christian biologists who I know, and there are a few, are coming uh, coming around, and again, it's not only the Christians, but many biologists coming around to the idea that one of the things that's missing in biology is the question of purpose. Hmm. And what happened in biology was that it was very slow to become a science. It started out as a branch of metaphysics. You know, it started out as something that people really weren't sure was a real science because it's so difficult and so complicated. And biologists at, during the 20th century slowly and, and completely got rid of anything in biological science that sounded like it might be aiming towards the spiritual or the you know, transcendent or anything other than pure materialism. I see. Okay, so then, Sai, then if, if we then ourselves, uh, as Darwin would say, that we have descended from apes, then right. what is the point of being here, right? I mean, human consciousness right. and the spark of God in us, clearly God has a plan in our for our lives, so then what's the point? So you're saying that now in biology, uh, the biochemist of yourself, you're speaking of this and trying to peel back what's the point of it all. Well, exactly. In other words, in other words, it's it's very fashionable, has been very fashionable, uh, to deny the existence of purpose, which is often called teleology. 
in biology, so that everything just happens by chance or by physical yeah. laws, and there's no there's no purpose, there's no agency uh, at all, and that's so easily disproven. I mean, almost every animal you can think of does things for a purpose, yeah. not just humans. Right. You know, right. a squirrel runs away so it won't get eaten, and a fox chases it because it's hungry. Those are purposes that animals have, and that all living creatures have. Yes. So it, there's now a strong movement, I don't know how strong it is, but it's strengthening, to bring some of these concepts back into biology. And as Christians, we, of course, uh, are very much in favor of this, Christian biologists. We are saying, you know, we need to bring uh, both the idea of purpose and the idea of agency, that, you know, that we can act, we have free will to act. It's not just all, it's not, we're not just atoms that, you know, obey physical laws. We're not just molecules that react with chemistry. We can actually have, by we, I mean all living creatures, not just humans, but especially humans, can do things for a purpose. Hmm. And that adds an entirely new dimension of spirituality to the science of biology. And to me, that's a pointer to the Almighty Creator. Sigard is with us. He is an author of the he's the uh, author of the works of his hands, a scientist's journey from atheism to faith. So, Sai, uh, as you gather for this conference and you talk about man's purpose and the spark of human consciousness, what would your contemporaries say who are not believers? I mean, um, are, are they really content to say we're here just by accident and the spark of God in us is just you know a, a happy accident as well, and man's purpose is just to exist? Well, uh, a large number, probably still the majority, would say exactly that. Hmm. And what's what, what I find very encouraging and hopeful is that there are some vocal and very, by the way, very well-respected exceptions to that, who are not Christians, but they know that there's something missing scientifically. So this is not this is not an idea of putting science, you know, of putting religion into science. We're looking at this scientifically, by we I mean the Christian biologists, but when you look, I believe strongly that God is the author of all science. God is the author of all natural law and all nature. So if you really study nature carefully the way you're supposed to, the way science wants us to do that, eventually you're going to find a finger pointing to God, to the creator of everything. And we have found that in physics already. There are several examples. And I believe we're going to start finding that more and more in biology as time goes on. That's fascinating, Cy. So those those missing pieces of the puzzle, I mean, is mm-hmm. there any real true way to answer that question, to, you know, to have scientific proof of all that? Well, uh, that's an excellent question, John, and I don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm... I'm I'm betting the answer is yes, and and luckily the other two I mentioned, the other two people who spoke, are really brilliant and young scientists. So it, you know they represent a new generation. I'm you know not at all <laughs> anywhere near the idea of young, and uh, I may have a few more years. But these guys and their colleagues and friends uh, 
will probably come up with those answers in their lifetimes. Well, well, how exciting is that? I mean, you know, to think about, you know, the certainty, the irrefutable, you know, scientific model of past generations that say this was not a possibility and there's a Mm -hmm. new wave, perhaps. I mean, who knows where that will take us scientifically? I mean, you know, these conferences and and beyond with published papers and people poking and prodding and praying to, to find that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Poking, prodding, and praying. I, I'm going to use that if you don't mind. No, you're definitely right. stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, can you speak to that, uh, Sai? I mean, the idea, you know, of, of human consciousness. I mean, that's something right. that is so I- incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. how do you drill down into that? Again, I mean, you know, because you yeah. are a man of science, you need to sort of follow, you know, connect the dots, I guess, right? To, to sort of find the proof. How do you go right. back and find, you know, the God spark of human consciousness and say, this clearly is God from that? I mean, again, I'm asking these, you know, these oddly huge questions and, you know, trying to look for a simple answer. There is no simple answer. No, but it, it, there is no simple answer at the moment. And we don't even know, talking about consciousness, we don't even know what it is. We can't define it. Uh, never mind, figure out where it came from. But we do, we can make some conclusions right away. We cannot explain consciousness by the standard model of evolution. That just simply doesn't work. And there is a, a very brilliant English physicist who is not a theist named Roger Penrose, Sir Roger Penrose, and he has postulated based on mathematical and scientific arguments only that consciousness will never be computational that in other words there's something <laughs> beyond materialism that's yeah. in consciousness yeah. and if that's true that i'm which i believe it is of course um that that tells us all it doesn't tell us what consciousness is but it does tell us what it isn't mm-hmm. it isn't just you know and something that just happens you know because we have brain cells and all that right it's something special and to me, of course, it's it's the image of God, which is was breathed into you know the first people. Okay, so that those questions and that that line of thought that happened to you personally, right? I mean, you know, most of your life, you yourself, as you've talked about here many times in the past, were an atheist and did not mm-hmm. see purpose of, of man's life other than, right. you know, the, the present moment and the spark of consciousness or the God spark, that wasn't part of you, but something happened to you. Now, the weird thing is you can't prove it, but clearly it changed you forever. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, not only did it change me, but even before I began to see the answer, which is, you know, as we said, is the answer is it's the image of God, that question bothered me. I didn't understand, you know, how, how, this, how this could work. Why is it that we can walk around and decide to do something and then do it? And not just us, but, you know, some of the animals can do that, too. Yeah. And But we can do it so much more and so much better and in so many interesting ways. I mean, we can, we can write symphonies. We can paint pictures. Why do we do There's no evolutionary explanation for why <laughs> Rembrandt did what he did or, or Beethoven did what he did or, or you know, uh, 
or Jimi Hendrix did what he did. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, this, uh, genius is not explainable by evolution, and and especially creative genius. And and uh, we we need we need to. And, and so and so what, to answer your question, what what happened when I realized that was I I started asking this question. So what could it be that's missing? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was. It took and and you know how I got there is of course another long story. But eventually now I I know. I mean I'm sure I know how it got there. That's fabulous. Sai, it's always interesting. Thanks so much. Uh, you know, you, you just you bring a, a, a different talk here, a different tone to the conversation, and uh, we greatly appreciate your contribution to the show. Thank you. Well, I love being on. Thanks very much, John. Take care. My great pleasure. You as well, Sai Gart. He is a, a biochemist. Uh, has worked at major universities across the country and is the author of a book called The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Sigart. Our little brother says the word dodo word 40 times a day. Should we be saying that word on Word FM? <laughs> you started it. Okay. So, here we are with Uncle Ryan with three reasons why you'd be a tweet tweet if you bought a home this year and didn't use us at United Faith Mortgage. The biggest reason is our direct lender advantage. We use our own money. And there's no middleman. Which means... We can often get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We also pay $1,000 of your closing costs on all new home purchases. And just as important to me as saving listeners money is the super service part. Our small team is specifically committed to Word FM. You will not get to a closing and find anything hidden. It's a partnership all the way around. So don't be a... And we're done. We are United United Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And I'm listening 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. It appears as though the school season is upon us. Mm. And if you are the parent of a a rising senior and you're thinking about school season and next year. Where are we going to be? Are we behind? Maybe we should have figured out where he's going to go by now. Right. And uh, I know she's a motivated student. So let's go on the school tour carnival ride. And all of a sudden, you find yourself two, three, four, five different schools, colleges, universities. Might we say, put Grove City College on that list. Mm -hmm. It's not that far from the city of Pittsburgh. Fabulous campus. Beautiful campus. Truly, in the middle of it all, though, are a bunch of people who are believers in Jesus Christ, and the curriculum runs through everything that is Mm Christ-centered. High science, arts, you name it, the heft of intellectualism is alive and well at Grove City College. And also, if you're looking for a community for your child, you're looking for a community of people who are just like your kid, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out how how to follow Jesus and how to be really good in their particular line of work, this is the school to consider because you've got unbelievably talented, dedicated faculty. You've got a small college campus. They're going to get a lot of education, a lot of attention, a lot of community. GCC.edu, Grove City College. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. 
Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a passing shower. We'll see a nighttime low of 62. A few showers tomorrow morning, otherwise variable cloudiness. There can be a rumble of thunder as well. We'll reach a high of 72. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 60. Times of clouds and sun for Wednesday with a shower. Wednesday will reach a high of 74. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Worcestershire sauce. (laughs) Worcestershire sauce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Okay. I mean, you know, you're making like... uh, What's it it make perfect sense for? A meatloaf. Okay. You know, as a a binder. Mm. A a spice that sort of holds things together. Okay. Yeah, I I would say it makes a good sense. Okay. (laughs) Christy's laughing. Uh She knows I'm in trouble here. Right. Why? It makes sense. Okay. Why why wouldn't Worcestershire sauce make sense? Why? So that's your final answer? Yeah, it is. My okay. yeah. I also think it oh. makes sense. Oh, boy. She was However. Okay. I thought I was following it only make, trap it, here. It doesn't make general sense. Why? Because I'm not putting Worcestershire sauce on my anything. No. It's not. But it's great to put in things. Yeah. But who's putting it on stuff? People putting it on Eggs? their steak or their egg. People doing that? Because I don't think that makes sense. Well, I, I can't speak to the you know the, the complexities of why you would use it. I just know that it has its purpose, and it does have a particular. You did have a hard time landing on what that purpose was. Well, initially. I mean, like you know, I, again, I'm going back to the meatloaf because you <laughs> yeah. feel good because <laughs> you feel good about that. Because yeah. a lot of things go into a meatloaf, right? Right, and, and you can add. <laughs> Since you don't make them, you're just guessing, of course. <laughs> I see it in the fridge. I know it's got its place. Okay. I rarely touch it. Uh-huh. If I'm grabbing the mustard, I But it's I there, go, isn't it? Oh, it's there. It's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, for you, it makes sense. Makes perfect for sense. For me, I, I, I like to put it in stuff. Yeah. But I am concerned about the people that are drizzling it on top of something. I'm not sure I know about that. Okay. All right. You so we're giving it, we're going to give it a hard pass, and we're saying yes. Okay, does this make sense? Polyester. Okay, now we oh, were... Oh, yeah. We were at the, the store. My kid was looking at his shirt, and he was like... This is such a re- oh I love this shirt and there's me you know with the wisdom I look at the tab 100% polyester I said to my kid listen you would like this shirt if you want to be a hot dog wrapped in saran wrap because <laughs> you're never going to be hotter in your life who's wearing a 100% polyester does not make sense to me oh, at mm, all no, see, I mean if no see polyester makes sense what it doesn't make any Here's sense the thing polyester now john has evolved into uh, a different option it doesn't breathe no it doesn't breathe you're right why Certainly. would you want that no you definitely you're I'm, right if you're if you're at all interested in airflow you don't want that and however there is some in some different nope, applications none. it has evolved nope. to a place where it's like feels kind of nice Mm-mm. kind of, might might be a nice you know I, very nice in carpeting if you want it in a bedroom don't 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 <laughs> put it on your steps it. No, you wearing wear, it. I think it has its place. No, I do not. Uh, 100%. I would never wear it. Polyester makes no sense. 101.5 WORD. Christians are surrounded. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. While the Father's work is ruling and reigning over it all, while the Lord Jesus Christ seated his right hand is interceding for us all, it is the Holy Spirit who is now enabling us all. 
Hear the series, A Firm Foundation, this week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Is there more behind inflation than meets the eye? God wants us to know his perspective of what's going on. Yeah, and he hasn't been silent on these things. Now, maybe the church is silent, right? Right. but that doesn't mean that Jesus is silent or the Holy Spirit is silent in giving us the, the scriptures and in guiding his church. Watch Signs of the Times, Monday, 10 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505, Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. I'm Steve Williams from AccuWeather. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap holder over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more, all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash temp. NetSuite.com slash T-E-M-P. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Astrophysicist and author Dr. Hugh Ross is back with us. Hugh is the senior scholar and founder of Reasons to Believe, an organization that researches and communicates how discoveries about nature harmonize with the word of the Bible. His books include The Creator and the Cosmos, Why the Universe is the Way it Is, and Improbable Planet. Hugh, welcome back to the show. This is a very interesting, and I would say probably for Christians, a bit of a dicey topic you're about to dive into. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're having me here. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So you write in this piece, uh, and this surprised me, Hugh, that nearly every time you speak at a public event, you get at least one question about reincarnation. Reincarnation. I do, and uh, it's actually part of my conversion experience because I studied Hinduism and Buddhism before I picked up a Bible and noted in both those faiths, it's founded on reincarnation. I remember looking into the Vedas saying, where does this doctrine come from? And what I found really interesting, the idea that humans reincarnate and animals reincarnate is fundamentally based on the idea that the universe reincarnates. Hmm. And the Hindu Vedas actually put numbers on it. 
that the universe goes through a reincarnation every 4.32 billion years. And as a young astronomy student, I knew that number was wrong. And I also knew that the universe had way too much entropy to permit any kind of rebound that would sustain a reincarnating universe idea. So, Hugh, where did the number, the idea of, I mean, it's one thing for a human being that, you know, which is to me is kind of strange anyway, but the entire universe reincarnates every 4.32 billion years? Yeah, that's a core doctrine of uh, Hinduism really? and of many Buddhist sects, yes. Interesting. Huh. Oh, and is that a random number? Like, where, how, was that, how was that arrived at? Well, no, that comes through uh, what they think of, uh, you know, they, their, their god Brahma uh, goes through these uh, cycles. And so it's considered a cycle of Brahma. And, uh, you know, they, they adds up to 4.32 uh, billion years. I'm actually going to be writing about this in a book that's now in the editorial stage, uh, How in the Vedas. They try to talk about future science, uh, but when they do so, uh, inevitably it's incorrect. Interesting. Okay, so it's one thing about the the universe reincarnating, but the idea of us as human beings, we re, we die and then we become someone new, which is in effect we get multiple chances of trying to get things right in our lonely lives. Correct, and uh, that bothered me as a young student, and now I've been a professor, and what I've learned is, as a professor, if I tell my students they can take the test as often as they want. They don't take it seriously. Hmm. I mean, I was allowed to take a German language test as many times as I wanted. Never picked up a German textbook, uh, but after taking it four times, I passed. So learned some German along the way, by the way, but <laughs> not enough to be fluent. Uh, and so I see this as Satan's trick, is that if he can persuade us humans, hey, don't worry about this life. You're going to have as many hmm. chances as you want. We're not going to take our lives here on Earth. Uh, very seriously, just like my students didn't take the test very seriously if they knew they had one more chance at it. The other thing that bothered me uh, when I was comparing the different religions of the world before I became a Christian was the morality of reincarnation. Hmm. Uh, the idea that if you're wealthy, uh, you deserve all that wealth, mm -hmm. you deserve to be served by the poor uh, because you've led such a good life in the past life and that it's actually morally wrong to assist the poor and the disadvantaged, because that assistance is seen as preventing the poor and the disadvantaged from doing all the work they need to do to get a better life in the next reincarnation. I see. Okay, now, Hugh, of course, a lot of people will say, this happened to me before I was a Christian. I went to Acadia National Forest in Maine. I was in, you know, my early 20s, and I was like, oh, I know this place. I've been here before, which is probably, the, you know. But that the, was like a feeling you had? Yeah, a feeling like I thought, oh, this is such a familiar place to me. So, you know, people who would take reincarnation seriously would go, well, obviously, you had been here in a past life. Yeah, well, I think that's happened to all of us. I mean, we underestimate uh, the information storage capacity of our brains. And so, you know, we may have uh, seen a movie uh, 35 years ago of a street in Italy, and then we go to that street in Italy in person and say, hey, I think I've been here, because <laughs> we've forgotten about that movie we saw back then. Or it could be as simply as reading a book and having a dream, and uh, where the dream actually duplicates an actual experience you have later. 
Where I see something more pernicious is where people open the door to occult, and that allows uh, demonic spirits to come into your uh, head and plant memories that you didn't have. Now, in that case, I would simply make the point, uh, they need permission. The, de- the demons cannot put memories in your brain unless you give them permission. And you give them permission through your occult practices. So close those doors and those reincarnation experiences will go away. Hugh, I'm sure there are people listening to the show who think, wait a minute, this is a scientist, this is an astrophysicist for crying out loud, and now he's talking about demons? So back up a little bit and explain to the person who doesn't know you or doesn't know what your worldview is, how you as a scientist could be talking about something like that. Well, as a Christian, I realize that we're not the only intelligent species that God created. Uh, He also created angels, and angels are intelligent beings that are not constrained uh, by the physics of the universe or space-time dimensions. And, you know, people are skeptical about demons here in America because the level of occult activity is relatively low. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I can recall in the 1980s and 1990s uh, speaking to scientists in the Soviet Union uh, where the Soviet Union was sponsoring uh, occult physics research. And I remember being in auditoriums with 100-plus physicists, and probably a quarter of them were demon-possessed because of their occult activities. And what I noticed there, here were scientists with doctoral degrees uh, who all, none of them uh, were skeptical about demons because they saw it all around them. It was everywhere. They saw the evidence. Whereas when I speak in America to a group of physicists, probably 95 to 100 percent of them have never had those experiences. No, wait, you wait go back because you, there you are in a, in a large conference room and you're saying... A number of these scientists... Wait, they're practicing physics? Occult physics? Well, this was back in the 1980s uh, when the Soviet Union was trying to get weaponry they could use against the West, and they knew they were way behind in technology. So the one place they thought they could get a, a step up, we're going to do research on occult physics and try to develop occult weapons we can use against the West. <laughs> consequences were these businesses wound up uh, being taken over by demons. And uh, you know, it was shocking when I would go into those uh, theaters and you know, I would see these businesses uh, just screaming incredible obscenities and immoral behaviors of the person of Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, longshoremen will take the Lord's name in vain, but they stopped short of accusing Jesus of incredibly immoral behavior. And these people were shouting out. They were trying to stop me from speaking. And they yelled at me, we know who you are. So they recognized the spirit of Christ within me. I could see the terror on their faces. And the rest of the physicists that weren't demon-possessed, they all knew exactly what was going on. And where I really got their attention, the second lecture, I brought another American Christian in with me. I said, you sit at the back, you pray, and you pray that the Holy Spirit will silence the demons. And in that particular lecture, those demon-possessed physicists were completely quiet. And I had, I mean, every, I had them in my hand because I realized something supernatural. These people are always screaming and yelling obscenities, and now they're completely quiet. 
Hugh, that's an astounding story. It blows my mind. It really does. Okay, now, so when you see that, now, you recognize that because of the behavior of of the people that you were surrounded by. Have there been any other instances where you've met people and you can recognize demon possession and, and just from the get-go? Yes. I mean, it's happened uh, even here in America. I was walking down a street not too far from Caltech, and uh, this woman that was about 200 feet away from me started screaming and yelling at me. She curled up in the fetal position and said, stay away from me, stay away from me. I know who you are. Uh, and it's like, I didn't even look at her, but she just started screaming and yelling at me. And that's typical of people who are possessed by a demon. When the demon feels threatened uh, by the spirit of Christ and a human being, uh, they can react in that way. Now, people would just say, oh, that poor woman, she was suffering some, some form of mental illness, but you saw something different. I saw something different. She was walking. I mean, I wasn't even looking at her. She started screaming and yelling at me, and she went from walking crawling up in a fetal position, utterly quivering with fear, and this voice came out of her. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. And I was literally more than 100 feet away. So, Hugh, for people, we, we only have a minute left. It's probably unfair for me to ask you this question. But for those of us in the West who are steeped in the idea that science is one thing, and science is there science in the world, the sci- is, is there to combat crazy ideas like demonology. And you as a scientist are saying that there there shouldn't be that demarcation between the two? I'm saying there shouldn't. We need to be open-minded. I mean, it is true that many scientists in the West uh, believe in naturalism, where everything is naturalistic. And I said, you know, we need to put the two models side by side. Uh, pure naturalism uh, versus where you've got natural phenomena combined with supernatural intervention from the creator of the universe. I say one reason you have to be open-minded to that is the space-time theorems. The space-time theorems of general relativity prove that there must be a causal agent beyond space and time that created the universe. On that basis alone, we need to be open-minded to the fact that, hey, maybe what we're seeing in science is a combination of natural processes and supernatural processes. Let's do the appropriate testing to see where it's natural and where it's supernatural. Fabulous. Hugh, it's always fascinating. Thank you so much. You, you just cracked the door for us. Uh, you, what you make us do is go read uh, your books further and delve into this. So thank you for the scholarship. Oh, you're very welcome. My pleasure. Our pleasure. Check out Hugh Ross. He has many books, including The Creator in the Cosmos, Why the Universe is the Way It Is, and Improbable Planet. A moo moo here and a moo moo there. Here a moo, there a moo, everywhere a moo moo. Hi there, it's me, Marcia from the Springhouse, inviting you out to our real working dairy farm in 84, Pennsylvania. Not only will you enjoy watching the heifers in the field and the baby calves in the mini barnyard, but you should also come hungry for our fabulous farm fresh cooking. Step inside the Springhouse for hot roast beef sandwiches, turkey and stuffing, hickory smoked ham, stuffed cabbage rolls, real mashed potatoes, and a whole lot more. A different menu each day. 
day. The locals tell their friends that our famous chocolate milk is the official drink of the spring house. And be sure to save room for apple pie, ho-ho cake, Oreo cheesecake, or lots of other from-scratch goodies for dessert. Have I made you hungry yet? Let us share a little of our farm with you at the spring house, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Is there more behind inflation than meets the eye? God wants us to know his perspective of what's going on. Yeah, and he hasn't been silent on these things. Now, maybe the church is silent. Right, right. But that doesn't mean that Jesus is silent or the Holy Spirit is silent in giving us the the scriptures and in guiding his church. Watch Signs of the Times, Monday, 10 p.m. on Cornerstone Television. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505, Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life Life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big-box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. That's interesting. Okay, so our last two guests, the two guests this hour, scientists. I mean, I mean, ultimately, right, faith, you know, faith in Christ is just a leap forward, isn't it? I mean, I can't prove, I can't prove this. I can't prove you know, that I'll be in heaven one day, that, right? I, it's just one of those things. But I know I'll be in heaven one day. My faith is strong. I know this in my bones. And I wonder how difficult it is, you know, for like someone like Sai, someone who was a really hardcore atheist, to drop that, to lose that. And then come around again. Wait, Christy, come and join me. Okay, so what about that? I mean, when you think about that, I mean, we I can't prove you're going to be in heaven. No. But you feel that. Yeah. Feelings aren't facts, though. Well. Feelings aren't facts. No, but you get like this. You build. It's the relationship. Yes. And you just know. And you get blessings and different things in your life that know you know that God's there. And you have this. Lovely little relationship with him. <laughs> That's good. Right. You do know. I mean, it's in my bones. It's in your bones, right? Yeah. And despite the fact that we stray, we are doubting, 
right? Even, all those things. All those things. I always, I always see the fingerprints of God in my life, and I know that you do as well. Yeah. You can easily look back for me the last 28 years, but you see those just little handprints yeah. and the markings you made in your life. Mm-hmm. My hindsight, of course, is 2020, but I know that God is with me. And so my problem, or I think all of our problems is, problems are, is to just be faithful in the moment continuously and not stray so far away that I don't blow things up. Because I've done that. I've done that. I know what that's like in my life. Anyway, uh, we're just opining about faith in our lives and how that works or doesn't work, what it is to be faithful, what it is to be a train wreck. I don't have the answers, Christy. I know you don't either. No, I don't. Right? And uh, I just show up. And I do know this. I do know this, that, that regular attendance and having a church family, that means a lot. Doesn't it? Does. It, it, I mean, I've got to be surrounded by other people who are the same way as I am that are on that journey. Because left my own devices, I'm a train wreck. That's right. You need a community. Yes, you do. All right. Hey, speaking of community, it's a community here. That's right. right. And uh, tomorrow, I think that community, at least some of us, is going to get on a boat. <laughs> We're going to go sailing. Yeah, you're going to come with us. I am. Fabulous. Okay. Uh, Gateway Clipper tomorrow at 6 o'clock. I hope you bought your ticket. We're sold out for the event. And, uh, you know, just going to hang out and have a good time. Anyway, always a great pleasure. The podcast is up and running after we leave the air. This community, followers of Jesus Christ on the radio, it's the ride home with John and Kathy. As always, thank you so much for being with us. Prayers of peace and grace for forgiveness to all of us here together at this moment in our lives. Amen and amen. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. As we continue to watch the story develop on the raid of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, the story thus far fits squarely within the... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.